keep going crazy. She turned up on Check out Black Scotland, a Midwest-based Black-owned clothing brand rebelling in fashion. With both men's and women's clothing, their styles are sleek and unique. From hats to two-piece jogger sets and classic tees, Black Scotland can fit any fashion need. Dare to be a rebel with Black Scotland. Visit their website at blackscotland.com for more. Ladies, the trap is open. Pull up to Kenosha, Wisconsin to grab lip glosses, mink lashes, and unique custom keychains and lighters. All lip glosses are all natural with flavors like 24 karat gold, yayo, and smoking berry. And if you need a pick-me-up, adult slushies are on sale for a limited time. You can even purchase a yard cup and bring it back for a discounted refill. Follow the candy trap on all social media. The trap is open. What's up? What's up, y'all? Robin E checking in on a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. Y'all already know I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Like you've been rocking. And you're going to steady rocking. Keep it rocking. Make sure that you follow me on Facebook at Pillow Talk Podcast and all of that jazz. It has been a minute since I have talked to my shit, as, as the kids say. And y'all remind me every chance that y'all get. And for one... I just want to thank everyone that supports, you know, me and everything that I'm doing. I was completely booked up um, for the pretty much most of the summer and most of the spring with interviews. So I tried to slide a few little razzle dazzles in there, but um, I'm thankful that I was able to stay booked and busy like that. However, don't think that I'm not going to give you the real and the raw like it needs to be given to you okay so we're gonna get to some shit today because there's been a lot of conversation going on about this so it's only right that i talk about it before we get to the spiel the word for the day is accountability okay all right accountability okay accountability is so necessary one because it shows self-awareness two because it shows confidence three because it shows respect and four bonus it shows trustworthiness 
A lot of y'all don't understand the weight that accountability holds. And it's just showing all over everything that you do and everything that you dabble in. If you cannot take accountability, if you're always accusing somebody for lack of accountability, there's a problem right there. Okay. Now you may have an issue with your confidence. You know what I'm saying? Your ability to trust people, which is causing you to fuck up your accountability powers. But let me just tell you right here. If you are lacking accountability right now, is the time for you to start taking it. Accountability, word of the day. We getting into the artist of the week, the song that's in rotation. Quick recap of everything that I've been doing. And of course, the topic of the day, which involves polygamy. Which is, in fact, marriage. <laughs> Keep listening. New episode dropping right now. All right, that was Stank Nasty coming through with the vibes with his single, My Own Lane. He is the artist of the week, artist in rotation. Shout out to my boy, man. If y'all have not tapped in with Stank Nasty, definitely tap in with him, okay? He got the fire lyrics, definitely a showstopper. I had the pleasure of uh, hosting a show over the weekend, and he had dancers with him. They had the mansion tees going on. I mean, he really gave a performance, so shout out to him for doing his thing. Man. It has been a lot of things going on. Um, I just got back from tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First tour. Not too many podcasters are, you know, jumping out on that ledge. So I feel very honored that I was able to do it. Um, however, the tour didn't really go as planned. There were some some inconsistencies that happened. And I ended up actually leaving the tour early and then just doing the last show in Chicago. Um, so it's no shade. You know, I've I've come to peace with the way that things went. It was an experience for me, but that is why I say accountability is so important. Uh, Pure Venom, they are the group that I went uh, on tour under. I was a part of the Pure Venom tour and I was media in addition to my boy Calvin West. So we were, you know, covering the tour, writing up about it, taking pictures, posting things like that. Um, Initially, It just didn't pan out. There was too much money that needed to be in our possession that wasn't in our possession. And we thought that it was already taken care of. Um, So I was very disappointed in the lack of accountability that happened during the tour, which resulted in us having to leave um, and me kind of having to pick up the pieces of things because I was supposed to be gone for a while. But um, like I said, I'm still thankful for what happened. So definitely make sure you tap into some of those clips. Um, I posted a Seattle episode to give you a recap there, and I'll be dropping the L.A. one as well. So it still was a vibe. Uh, I was able to go, you know, to the Grand Canyon. That was, you know, super dope. Able to go by the Hollywood sign. That was super duper dope. And of course, I smoked so much weed. I think I need a weed detox. I think I need like a week of not smoking weed, maybe two, maybe a month. Ah, A month just seems real long. I think I can do like two weeks and then, you know, like a reset. It's crazy because when you out there smoking the weed, then you come back to the Midwest. It's like, "Mm." it's not the same. It's not the same. I smoked something called jealous banana 
And that is literally some of the best weed I've smoked in my life. So shout out to LA. I'll be back for that. I'll be back for that. Also had the pleasure of covering an event in my hometown. Uh, Lots of stuff going on in my hometown. You know, I'm from Waukegan, Illinois, uh, Lake County. So we're right outside of Chicago and uh, Simpson Elite Training. Shout out to my boy, Aaron Simpson, Simpson Elite Training. They did a Simpson Elite run, the first girls run that I had the, you know, pleasure of covering and, you know, reporting and being that correspondent for so it's a strength and conditioning uh, training program for high school basketball players all across you know the nation Um, right now specifically you know more so Midwest Lake County based area Kenosha based area because this is where we're we are but I'm sure with the rate it's going it's about to blow up so shout out to my boy for doing his thing make sure you guys check out that episode i had the pleasure of talking to some of the girls that participated and kind of getting them ready you know what i'm saying for the next level so i love that i love that so much now i am just flabbergasted real quick because i'm late on tubi i'm late listen listen first off i didn't know tubi was free i thought it was a joke okay thought it was a joke so when I came back from tour you know I had a couple days to kind of kill because I had set that time aside and I was like you know what I'm gonna watch some things catch up on some of my media you know I do media reviews and write-ups as well and I was like let me get let me do Tubi I initially did it because I had to do a write-up on Jocelyn's Cabaret and I thought that it was on Tubi and it wasn't I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't connect the dots. It was actually on Zeus and I actually didn't end up watching everything. But I ended up getting on Tubi and I've been watching all this shit on Tubi, all these little independent films. You know what? They doing a little something, something on here. OK, I like it. I like it Tubi. OK, you're free and you got all the black cinema. I'm not mad at you for that. So I don't know. I'm not doing an ad for Tubi. I may reach out to them after this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they can throw me on the mix up. But Tubi is lit. If you have not checked out Tubi, I would suggest it. It's free. So check that shit out. Check that shit out. Now, let's get into the shit. Okay? Let's get into the shit. So it's been a lot of things that have been going on. Um, definitely want to take a moment to give, uh, acknowledgement to the passing of PNB rock, um, which was just crazy. I mean, I was a big fan of PNB when he first came out, me and my twin went to go see him in concert. Um, just an all around super dope guy. And the way that the incident played out right before our eyes was crazy. You know, me along with a lot of other people were watching, you know, kind of that live update, um, after he had been shot. And then we seen the video circulating around and then we got notice of him actually passing. So definitely want to get my condolences. It's really fucked up right now. How many rappers, um, and talented, you know, creators were losing, you know, so rapidly and so consistently, and especially to robberies, which seems to be a very common theme. So I'm, I'm gonna definitely touch on that some more in my next episode. But I wanted to make sure that I, you know, gave my condolences because that was just that was just crazy um, for me. It was just crazy. We're on our last days of summer, though. You know, September 22nd is the technical last day of summer. Seasons are changing. It's getting a little nip-nip outside, which means we are in the draft season for cuffing season. Now, don't, don't, don't. 
feel some type of way, all right? There's no real age limit to cuffing season, okay? I firmly believe that you can be 80, and if you still want to Netflix and chill, baby, you do that. You do that, okay? Cuffing season is a time for you to find you somebody in the meantime as it gets cold outside. You know, you want to snuggle up to somebody. You want to get close. You want to have sex and not worry about who they're having sex with, and you want to get that guaranteed sex. We get it. We get it. With that being said, draft season, there's a few things you need to keep in mind, okay? I don't want to have any confusion this year. Uh, Am I participating in cover season? Mind your business. So this is what I want you to know when when you're dabbling in the cover season. Now, Now, first and foremost, you can only have one. You can only have one cuff boo. You can only have one cuff boo, okay? You you can maybe dibble and dabble in two if that's your flavor, but it, it gets tricky, okay? Three, four, five, you're doing too much. You're going to wear yourself out with that. You really want to settle down with one, okay? Number two, you want to make sure that you and or the other person have some place where you guys can, in fact, Netflix and chill, okay? Somebody got to have a crib. Somebody got to have a place where y'all can lay up. Food can be cooked, movies can be watched, booties can be smacked. You feel me? Like, that's just a given go, okay? Number three, children. <sighs> I mean, I'm not against it. If if it is what it is, it is what it is. You just need to make sure that you have the schedule in check, okay? You need to have a kid in check, you need to have the schedule in check. So when, when the boo's over there, the kid need to be asleep already or the kid need to be gone. The kid need to be with the mama and or dad, all right? Or you need to have a snack set up so the kid will not bother you while you are laid up with your boo. Okay? Last but not least, if you are going to take that leap after cuffing season, a conversation needs to be had. And and I know that seems very basic, but you will be surprised how many people don't talk about shit that they're actually going through and or their feelings. Okay? Hello? This has been a TED Talk. (laughs) You need to make sure you communicate with this person. Y'all been spending time together. Y'all been laid up. It's perfectly normal for you to feel some sort of attachment, okay? What's not normal is for you to assume that this is going to be a relationship. So don't assume because you was with somebody during cuffing season, this is now your man and or woman. If a conversation was not had, that does not define anything for that. I honestly think that it's harder for men during cuffing season. Um, women, we got a little bit easier. We're quick to cuddle, you know, up and cuff up some wine. You know what I'm saying? The rose has really been fucking y'all up, like mm, really putting y'all in y'all misery. And it's not giving y'all any any chance of winning there. So I can see for the men how it could be a little difficult with that. A woman, you know, we're, we're getting to a... We're getting to a different place where we're not always feeling the need to find someone to satisfy us in the in the human aspect. <laughs> so I can get it for men. With that being said, men, don't feel discouraged, okay? Don't feel discouraged. You might want to return some of those DMs that you was pushing to the side all year long. You might want to revisit those. You might want to revisit Susie, you know what I'm saying, down at Kroger's that be giving you her discount when you breaking up. You might want to revisit that, okay? Those are the kind of perks you're going to want to look forward to during cuffing season. Like I said, for me, personally, um, do I have a draft? It's none of your damn business. 
just know I am very open to cuffing season. Okay, so that that's been my TED talk on that. What's crazy is that I started thinking about cuffing season because there's been a video going around about uh, a man who was married, who was caught on video, you know, looking for, uh, or I should say dating or playing around with another girl. And, um, well, you know, like flirting, flirting, flirting with another girl, damn it, flirting with another girl. And the girl did like the TikTok trend of like, you know, help me find this man. And, uh, you know, I, I fell in love with this nigga. I want to find him. And I guess her, his wife ended up inboxing the girl um, telling her she can keep the video up and just letting her know what was what was up. So this nigga felt the need to make a video. Um, <laughs> cuffing season can lead to relationship, okay, which can lead to marriage, okay. But what I want you to keep in mind with the marriage is that polygamy is now a very realistic part of marriage. So the guy made a video. It's like 10 minutes. Okay. And he's just like running his mouth talking basically about how he wasn't cheating because nothing happened. He did in fact flirt with the woman and he did in fact want to get to know her and want to exchange numbers with her. Um, but because he is married, it never went any further. So my thing is, yeah, like the girl said she got his number. She said she had got it wrong. And that's why she put up the video. They met while he was on vacation the video got them at at the beach and shit they holding hands laughing giggling they look real cute no shade they look real cute together but but you could tell um that they were uh a couple that's the vibe they were giving off in the video whole time they wasn't and he was married been married shit like that so the reason why that caught me off guard and just kind of made me think about polygamy and marriage is because had he not been caught via the likes of social media. I'm pretty sure, you know, this is a regular thing for him or he would have continued, you know, trying to pursue her or I'm sure there would have been another woman maybe he would have went out his way for or possibly already has. But it was the fact that he was so calm about it and he was very open about it. Like, yeah, I liked her. I walked up to her. I approached her. She was looking good. You know what I'm saying? I was flirting with her. Just very open. Just very casually like, yeah, I was about that life. I'm married, but I like the woman. And I was just like, wow, it's the blatant carelessness for me. Men carry this carelessness feeling, this arrogance that makes them feel as though they can fuck women and interact with other women and that it's not supposed to matter to the woman that they're dealing with because that's the woman that they love. This physical attraction doesn't mean anything. You're the woman that I'm loyal to. That's all that matters. And the reason that a lot of men keep pushing this agenda is because men are literally polygamous by nature. Okay. There's no way around that. They are literally designed to spread their seed. And it wasn't until I became an adult and I just kind of started noticing a lot of other things with relationships and men and just noticing all these mixed families that you're seeing and how women have just accepted. We have to just accept that shit because we love this man or because it's a part of men. It's their nature. It's so many married men that willingly cheat you know willingly cheat and or willingly maintain other relationships the the biggest thing about polygamy that i had to understand is that it is an agreement it is an understanding amongst people 
Okay, it is a a relationship amongst people where the man has an understanding with these women. He is taking care of these women and because they are taken care of, they are understanding of how he is going back and forth. Literally, okay, to the bare minimum, when a nigga is able to take care of you and his baby mama and his other bitch, sometimes you're less likely to complain. (laughs) I was dealing with a nigga that could not maintain polygamy, which is why that shit fell the fuck through. But now I'm looking at a lot of other dynamics and I'm seeing how some women are just willing to accept the situation because they're being taken care of or because they're getting those certain criteria met and they don't really need the whole shebang. Or if they do, they'll leave that relationship, you know, and go be with somebody that feels monogamy is for them. So... I came across a, a married man I met recently, okay? I ain't going to air him out like that. But I met him recently during an event that I was a part of. And he and I ended up going to the store together, okay, to grab grab some alcohol and stuff for the event. And I knew he was married, whatever the case was. Very respectful off bat, you know what I'm saying? Never, um, you know, came at me any type of way. And he proceeds to let me know, you know, I think you're attractive. You know, I like you and I'm trying to see how you feel about fucking with me. How how do you feel about having an affair with me? So I was, you know, taken off guard. I was stunned. Like, wow, my nigga, like, for one, we had just met. We didn't really know each other that well. Um, So he didn't even know what I was about. You know what I'm saying? I could be like walking around with fucking HIV or just like a serial killer, you know what I'm saying? A gold digger, robber bitch. I could have been all types of things, but he was simply caught off guard by the beauty and just felt the need to shoot the shot. Wearing his wedding ring at that wedding ring, bam, it's on the finger right there. So I'm like, no, I'm cool. Thank you. I'm I'm not dealing with married men. I'm not about that. He proceeds to go on and say, you know, well, I really like you. And this is my first time reaching out, you know, to another woman in regards to an affair. And I really wanted you to be the first one. Right there, you're lying, okay? You're a little too comfortable to just ask me off bat to fuck you because that's essentially what you're summing up with the whole affair situation. You're not offering to pay a card note. You're not offering to support my dreams. You're not offering to even buy me no shoes, take me out to eat, okay? You ain't even give me no juice, no water, nothing. You're offering dick, okay? So I know right there that you're lying and that you've done this before, Then it was just, again, that carelessness of just freely asking, not worried about how I would look at him, more so worried that I wasn't accepting of it. And why wasn't I accepting of it? So I proceeded again to say, no, I'm cool. I'm not with that, whatever case is. So he, you know, oh, you don't find me attractive. You don't think I look good. And I'm like, no, you look fine. You know what I'm saying? You're you're not ugly. You know what I'm saying? You 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 look fine. Oh, well, if you know, it feels good to hear a compliment from another woman that's not my wife. Okay, good for you. So I'm trying to dead it at that point. You know what I'm saying? So we get back to the event, we go and get in an elevator, we're going up to the event, and he proceeds to say, Well, can I have a kiss at least? Again. <laughs> Why are you pushing for it? Because you're used to this happening. You're used to approaching women and just having this, you know, unmeaningless encounter and then going back to your wife and and having it be that. Okay. so at first I was like offended because it made me feel like, oh, you think I'm some hoe. You think I'm just some hoe type shit. But then I had to think about it in the in the terms of a man, in terms of polygamy, in terms of marriage, Um 
he felt the need to say that shit to me because it's so common and it's just a, a normalized thing for, for married men to dip out on their wives and for the wives to just be accepting or for them to pretend as if they don't know or if the nigga do a good job about hiding the shit they just don't know. So it scares me because marriage to me is just based off of, of a polygamy standpoint. At any moment, your man could be cheating on you. And it doesn't even have to be physical. You understand? It could simply be him supporting another bitch, helping another bitch out for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? But that is now a relationship and understanding that they have, you know, adapted. And if that understanding were to reach you, then it's up to you to decide whether or not you understand the understanding or whether or not you don't. So then it's like, what's the point of vows? What's the point of moving in together? What's, what's the point of doing this and doing that if this is the type of life you're going to live? What's the point of marriage? We see marriage online, right? And, and online is depicted as picture perfect, matching outfits, vacation three times a month, five-star dinners at the house with air fryers, and everything's grand, and they're both uber successful, and they can just overcome any obstacle, Right? And we all know, real life, 2022, that a marriage is far from perfect. A marriage is no longer average or ordinary. Because what can you even consider ordinary anymore? We've adapted so many new beliefs in terms of what we feel like a marriage is. That there's no longer like a status quo for what it it needs to stand up to. Or what the standard is to uphold to. So, here in 2022... Again, we see that marriage is far from perfect. We see that without self-love and self-worth that the marriage will fail. Okay? The marriage will fail. Also, we see a lack of self-worth and dependency that will also make the marriage fail. A lot of the themes that I've been seeing right now in terms of, you know, the the relationships that's been breaking up within the media is this whole lack of identity, right? And this whole lack of just understanding who you are as a person, um, kind of reestablishing your identity and feeling confident in who you are outside of your partner. And a lot of these marriages I'm seeing, they're having these, you know, nasty divorces and these nasty separations because they're unable to reconcile whatever it was, you know, that drew them to the, to the, to each other in the first place. But it's also kind of like a, I don't know, just kind of like a, a piece of, of defining themselves. That's also lost that understanding that you have with this person, um, that no longer is an understanding, it kind of diminishes you, uh, it diminishes your character. It kind of changes who you were and who you are now. So when I say, say all that, I say, I say that to say, you know, polygamy for a lot of people nowadays in the marriage is a part, a big part of the identity of who you are. Um, if that's something that you're agreeing to, and does that necessarily mean that that's, you know, does that necessarily mean that you're no longer your own person because you're in this polygamous relationship? No, it doesn't. But it does kind of change the dynamic of your marriage. I, I, I feel like in my marriage, 
I I would want my husband to be monogamous. But if polygamy is something that is automatic for the man, automatic for the husband, I'm going to need him to do a damn good job of hiding it. I'm going to need him to do his damaged job of hiding that shit and making sure that I don't know any fucking thing about it. A private life, okay? A private life is very, very important. And I think sometimes because we display so much of our relationships, we do become influenced and feel as though we need a polygamy style relationship or feel as though we can maintain multiple relationships or we create a, another relationship via online. You know, there's been a lot of people that have cheated via emotionally because they send messages online and pictures online and they do this and they do that online. So I don't know if I still feel as strongly about the power of marriage as I once did before. Um, Just because polygamy is such a strong pillar that so many people are proud to display. Like when I think about my grandfather and my grandmother, I think like he probably cheated on her. He probably has some women. My grandmother gave birth to seven children. And my grandfather has, you know, always taken care of her. She's never worked. Since they've been together, she's never worked. She's been um, an at-home wife since she started having kids. And he used to, like, work three different jobs. (laughs) And, I mean, yeah, obviously seven kids. I mean, clearly they, you know, found some type of time to, to love on each other. But... I just think about how normal it was for possibly for him to go out and do his thing and come home and dinner be cooked and this, that, and the third because he was taking care of everything that needed to be taken care of. Now, my thing is, does me accepting this polygamous relationship diminish my value? And I think that's kind of what I'm kind of stuck on when I'm struggling with the idea of marriage and polygamy. Um, Am I less valuable because I've settled, because I've accepted this relationship, because I've accepted that he may also care about another person the same way that he cares about me? That's a tough question. (laughs) That's a tough question. That's a tough realization to adapt to. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think for me, a part of me feels like, yeah. And that's why I say, you know, if my nigga is out doing him, he better do a damn good job of hiding that shit. You know, he better do his damnedest of making sure that I don't get a whiff of some pussy from another bitch or a lipstick stain or whatever the case is. I better not get an STD. I better get none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You better do your damn hardest to make sure that I don't know but I don't think that I could openly be in a serious relationship with somebody who is also taking care of somebody the same way they're taking care of me however um I am willing to date (laughs) I'm willing to dibble and dabble with somebody until I, I no longer feel that it suffices me. Crazy. Will I get married before I am 40? So I'm 29, all right? I'll be 30 years old next year. And 
my last three years have probably been some of my most eye-opening in terms of relationship and what it is I want in a partner. And you know how the saying go, the clock starts ticking, you feeling like your eggs are about to evaporate, and now you feel pressure to find your somebody, okay? And the person that I was dealing with, um, Firefighter Bay, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, if you was checking in on the earlier episodes, you'll know I, I spoke about him actually quite a few times. But that was somebody that I felt like was going to be my person. You know, that was somebody that I felt was worth going through, you know, the fire and, and dealing with certain things and making adjustments and just fitting each other in um, each other's lives. And that ended. OK, and it ended abruptly at that. And. It kind of dis- discouraged me from even wanting to think about marriage now. You know, that definitely kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because time is ticking. I don't have time. <laughs> uh, but in reality, you, you know, you have all the time in the world. Um, God works in mysterious ways. And clearly, you know, he was moving some things out of my way so that I could finish some things that I, that I wasn't able to get done. But that whole relationship kind of opened my eye to, for one, the idea that marriage is no longer traditional or there's no longer a basic idea of marriage. And two, marriage is polygamy because a person can love you, fuck you, do these things to you, and then turn around and do them to someone else. Do I think Firefighter Bay was cheating on me? I, I can't even say cheating because we weren't married. We didn't have a very established relationship after we initially broke up. But do I think he was dabbling with somebody else? Absolutely. Um, and giving somebody else the energy that he was giving me? Absolutely. And for me, um, being somebody that is very in tune, you're able to feel that energy shift and you're able to feel that disconnect. And when I'm thinking of polygamy and sharing somebody and, and dealing with the different relationships, that is what I struggle with the most coping with. I don't want to be in a relationship with you knowing that you're giving this energy to somebody else and that this may possibly change the way that you interact with me. But I've never really been in a full-blown polygamous relationship, so I'm going to have to have somebody on here about it. I did see somebody online comment about being in a polygamous relationship and being able to maintain it, so I do want to bring them on the show to just dive into it. But I wanted to to just touch on that because let let me tell y'all, ladies, let me tell y'all, it's hard out here. (laughs) It's hard out here, okay? And... I feel what you're saying about having standards and about having a nigga do X, Y, and Z and about a nigga taking care of you. And if fellas, if y'all could read between the lines, that's a woman basically letting you know she's down. She's down to ride with you through some things. Okay. She's willing to accept some things because you taking care of some things. See, a lot of niggas could maintain a polygamous relationship if they actually took the time to understand what it was about. If you want to cheat, that's cool, but you ain't even taking care of everybody that's involved. So, you know, 
that that that's a big problem that we're seeing right here <laughs> but nonetheless don't let this discourage you um do want to give a shout out to all the couples like i said cuffing season is on the way draft season is on the way and you never know your potential boo could turn out to be your polygamous partner for life hold up Gotta give a shout out to the artist in rotation for Pillow Talk Podcast. We have Miss Anayo Dez. Yes, shout out to my girl, my gang, my soul sister. Ever since I met Dez, we have just been locked in. It's been a long time since I've really locked in, you know, with another woman. You know, women is difficult. Y'all know it's kind of hard to make friends. But she's an amazing artist, if you didn't know, R&B artist, songstress, if you will. Voice of an angel that sins just a little bit. <laughs> okay, so Cherie is the song you guys are hearing. Okay, love it. It's in rotation for me. You can definitely check that out. She's going to be headlining a show in San Antonio, Texas, October 8th. I have the pleasure of coming out there to cover that. So I definitely want to give her some flowers. She is the artist in rotation. I love that. She's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Definitely make sure that you guys tap in with her on IG, N A Y O D E Z. Okay, Nayo Dez. Don't regret it. You're not going to regret it. <laughs> so that was my spiel, okay? Pillow talk, rants, and raves. Marriage is polygamy. You heard it here, okay? Don't say I didn't warn y'all. Y'all going to see a constant theme as it continues to unfold with the rest of the year, okay? You're going to see a lot more scandals pop up, and you're going to see a lot more couples stand the test of time because it's written. It's written. It's written. Definitely want to give a shout out to my sponsors, Black Scotland Clothing, The Candy Trap, and Black Creative Productions. Hit up all of those amazing services for all types of products, anything and everything that you may need. And of course, your girl Robin E for any blog posts, any features, write-ups, event coverage, and all media branding. Sending love and light to all y'all. Peace out.